Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. The Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Jake DeLome, how are we doing, buddy? Jordan, I am doing well. I guess we have a little bit of news to talk about. Um, but other than that, I'm doing well. It's a little too chilly down here in South Louisiana for me. So not in the greatest of moods for the weather. But other than that, we're going to survive. All right. Well, I hope you make it through the blistery conditions that you're dealing with down in the south. Um, I won't even tell you what it's like up here in Idaho. It's pretty standard winter winter weather. So uh, we've got good news. And I'm excited for the show today. I'm always excited. But there's just fun stuff to talk about, Jake. So here's on my to-do list. I'd like to hit them all. I'm going to let you choose the order. Okay, so we've got, obviously, Frank Reich, head coach of the Carolina Panthers. We've got the upcoming Pro Bowl and the weirdness of the <laughs> activities that go with that expedition now, or ex- exposition now. Uh, Tom Brady retired, and then there's the Super Bowl. So, Jake, where do you want to go first? I think we should hit the Pro Bowl, and we're done talking about it and move on. Perfect. So that's one. Okay, Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl 2023. Back when you and I went, it was a football game. And I my first Pro Bowl was in 08. And I'll be honest, there was a bit of competition. I mean, it was pretty lax for most of it. But then at the end of the game, it was, you know, a competitive environment. Before that, it used to be extremely competitive, like a real football game for a number of years. Then we, you and I were kind of in that transitional phase. By the time I went my last time, it was the whole Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders were the coaches and there was a draft. They were starting to mess around with the Pro Bowl. Now we go to 2023. We're in Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got the Manning brothers as coaches. Ray Lewis is a coordinator. Demarcus Ware, some um, female NFL uh, offensive coordinators from different staffs in the league. And there's a series of games now, Jake, that take place. So I'm going to talk through these with you, and then you're going to tell me how you feel about this. On Thursday, February 2nd, we have epic Pro Bowl dodgeball. We have lightning round which is where they do things like toss water balloons to one another and 
thrill of the spill, that's called. High stakes, where you'll get punts from a jug machine. Then you have longest drive. You did something like that at one point, I remember. Golf ball, longest drive, precision passing, best catch. Okay, and then Sunday, that's Thursday. Then Sunday, we go to the Gridiron Gauntlet, which is like an obstacle course. We've got kicker, tic-tac-toe. We've got move the change, which is like a strength, speed, and ingenuity deal. And then there's a flag football game. Jake, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, Jordan, I'm not so sure either. Um, All these things that you're saying, these little competitions, there was a day for that where it was a, like, skills competition. And I remember Steve Smith running the 40-yard dash when I was there at the Pro Bowl. We had a quarterback competition. There was a kicking competition. But that was for an hour and a half one day. And then we practiced because there was a football game. So I'm not so sure how I feel about this. And so many guys are opting out of it. The thing that I enjoyed, or should I say, so we, we lose in the championship game. So that coaching staff, the two staffs that lost the championship games, AFC, NFC, they're coaching the Pro Bowl. So one, that's in essence – you lose, you're not going to the Super Bowl, you're depressed, but it's a reward because that's a pretty good football season. So it's a it's a all you know, a trip to Hawaii. And it's after the Super Bowl. So the, the winners of the Super Bowl, they come a day or so later. Well, they get loved upon, so to speak. And and that's rightfully so. They're the champions. So I don't know. I'm not so sure. I don't know how it's gonna go. I think there's not much else on TV. I think people will watch just because of that. <laughs> but I enjoy the competition aspect of it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a little. I'm a little. I don't want to say bitter towards it because it has no effect on me. But I just kind of like. I wish guys would have put forth a little more effort so they could continue playing the game. I feel bad for guys that they didn't get to get do the Hawaii experience either. That was so fun going all the way out there. And the whole team, both teams stay at one hotel that's kind of like secluded. And everybody's hanging around the pool with their families. I mean, it was a really amazing experience to play in when it was in Hawaii and all that. So they got all their reasons to change it. And I don't maybe maybe just the flat out the salaries of players have pushed to where people aren't as interested in playing. What well, either way, it's just different. You know what I mean? It's different. That's the best way to stay in. So I'll, I don't, I'll probably tune into something just so I can be like, back when I played, we didn't do any of this kind of junk. You know, it'll give me something to be, you know, cranky about. But. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't be entertained by watching a couple of the things. Yeah, but still, it's like you'd like to see them go out there and, and play a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I just, I still remember Michael Vick running around on our football team. Larry Fitzgerald jumping up, making a catch. Kyle Vandenbosch of the Tennessee Titans playing like it's the last game he'll ever play in in his life. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and for me, sentimental, Steve McNair. I was a big Steve McNair fan. He was a little older Ooh, than yeah. me, um, the late Steve McNair. He um, he was a, a late replacement, and he was able to come late in the week and get to meet him and watch him play a little bit. I don't know, things like that. Uh, that just meant a lot to me. Yeah, well, either way, it's still a huge honor to get to get elected and selected. Tyler Huntley's in it this year and David Carr, which is just two kind of funny storylines right there. All right, moving on. Okay, Jake, so now we've got we've got Pro Bowl. We took care of that. we got Super Bowl. We've got Tom Brady retirement. We've got Frank Reich. Go. All right, so where do we want to start? Uh, listen, Frank Reich. Let's start, let's start with Frank Reich first and foremost. I think Frank 
Um, I know him a little bit. I met him in Charlotte early on. Just a first-class gentleman. I've never been around him as a coach. Uh, but g- people that I know that have been with Frank um, absolutely love him. I love some of the articles or, should I say, tweets that came out from fellow um, players that play for him, uh, especially like a tight end, wide receiver, things like they just talked about what kind of great offensive mind, football coach, and just a great human being. So I think that was fantastic. And I think it's okay if we hurt for Steve Wilkes. You know, I mean, that was such a – I thought Steve really did a good job last year. And, like, I'm happy for Frank, but there's a part of me that you hurt for Steve. And I think he did a good job. But we're not in on these interviews, so we we really and truly don't know. You know, what's the – what was the the, the final decision that that they made to to go with Frank? But – I think that's a, it's a good thing. It's um, the indie deal. I think you have to be careful. I thought he did a really good job there and they just had no idea what was going on. Uh, It seems like with their quarterback position, it was, you know, and and that's where we're in now. So hopefully Frank has a plan in place where we can kind of move forward with the quarterback position uh, via draft, via free agency or who knows. So, now, I think the second thing was you said Tom Brady was the next thing you said. Well, hold on. Can I can I talk about yeah. Frank Reich a little well, bit? I mean, I, we can't just I, blow I right know. through it, Jay. You know, well, I'm going to go over my three things that you asked. <laughs> I, I want to mention Frank Reich. So, first offensive head coach, offensive-oriented head coach ever um, hired by the Carolina Panthers. That's worth noting because two different staff or two different ownerships stuck with that defensive mindset, Matt rule, you know, kind of an outlier coming from college, whatever. But I, how much, if our quarterback position, so let's say let's, this is, I'm just making up a situation, but let's say you had 2015 Cam Newton on the roster still. So like a top, top five quarterback in the NFL. Do you think that would have moved the needle on hiring Frank Reich as an offensive guy, a quarterback guy, you know, has done it himself? Or do you think that's just the direction that, that Mr. Tepper and Scott Fitterer have wanted to go? So um, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I think I listened to Dave's, some of his presser yesterday. He basically, in essence, he said, listen, every single year, and I thought it was pretty telling. He goes, at our NFL meetings, a rule has changed to favor the offense every year. And he said, I'm assuming there'll be one this year. So that to me was screaming out loud. It's, this is an offensive league and that's what the NFL has become. And so that's, it was that tilted uh, in Frank's favor. It most, it possibly could have, we don't know that, but for him to say that uh, yesterday, I thought that was extremely telling. And and I think you saw by the collection of candidates that we did interview, uh, the majority of them were more of the, of the offensive side. Okay. So you said, doesn't mean we can't hurt for Steve Wilkes, which I agree with wholeheartedly. Um, you, I said, I thought that it would have been awesome if he would have been picked as our head coach. I I'm with you where I know Frank a little bit as well. And you know, it's a great hire, right? Like things are going to be done right opportunity to be successful. This, this community of Charlotte's going to love him, but it is a bit different. So how, when the players said, Hey, we want, we want Steve Wilkes as our coach. And not, not every player out, outwardly said that, but Derek Brown said it, Shaq Thompson said it and others. So how does Frank come in there? You're a player sitting there and you're kind of bummed. It wasn't Wilkes. You maybe even, you know, concerned about the defense now and what direction we're headed. How do you win over that group of guys when you're Frank Reich? 
I just think be yourself. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. One thing that I, I believe has kind of been with Frank everywhere he's been, everybody loves him for the man that he is. Yes, you can talk about the football coach or the football player when he was in Buffalo backing up Jim Kelly and making the big comeback or at Carolina, but you just be yourself. And I, I just think that's how you win over people. Um, you, you work hard and players want to be coached. Players want to be put in a, a position to succeed. Whether you get along great off the field, that doesn't matter, to be quite honest. If a player knows that, okay, we might not, me and this coach might not, you know, hang out together, but if he's going to get me ready to play and be the best player that I can play and teach me, you're, you're going to give everything you have. And, and Frank's going to do that. That's how you went over the players. I don't think it's any kind of special secret sauce. You just be you. You put your plan in place. You coach players up. Like crazy, you demand the, the most out of them, um, and you put them in a position to succeed, Jordan. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. D coordinator, obviously the big – like we got to get something going there rapidly, right? you got a great defense personnel-wise, but now we got to figure out how to, how to lead that group. So it'll be interesting to watch and see how things go. Um, what – We'll get into this into the offseason, Jake, but quarterback position, I know that um, – I believe it was Scott Fitterer said that ideally we draft and develop a quarterback. Still have Matt Corral there that really didn't get any looks with this Liz Frank this year. How do you kind of what do you think is going to happen, man? I know we're forecasting. <laughs> Who knows? But what do you think? Yeah, you know, we're like, we're forecasting and we're sitting there at nine. Uh, is there a quarterback that we love? We think is going to get to nine. Is there someone we need to package up some picks to to move forward to go get? I can't answer that, Jordan. Um, we're all yeah. searching for one, right? I mean, every team is searching for one. Uh, there's numerous teams that are searching. So, um, and, and look, was that a factor in leading, you know, with Frank also? Um, hey, this is how I evaluate quarterbacks. This is what I believe and, and things like that, knowing the direction of the franchise. We've been looking for a franchise quarterback since Cam, uh, since a healthy Cam. Um, because we know what a franchise quarterback brings. It brings stability, and it brings year in and year out the ability to walk on the field at the first day of training camp or even let's go back to minicamp. Okay, we've got a chance. we got a chance to get our foot in the door in the playoffs, and you never know what happens once you get your foot in the door. Well, we'll see, Jake. There's a lot to follow, and I'm just going to keep asking you because you played quarterback, so you know exactly what's going to happen. Um, okay. Yeah, okay, whatever. Super Bowl. <laughs> And Super Bowl and Tom Brady. You had cut to the chase. You wanted to go Tom Brady, so let's discuss. He retired again. It seems like maybe no, it's for real. He this retired. Time. Did a I'll be for good, Jordan. I don't think there's any doubt. I think it's for good. I really believe that. I mean, it would have just wouldn't you kind of been cringing next year if someone's forty six years old playing NFL football as a quarter I mean as any position, but as a quarterback? Yeah, you would have. And listen, I love going down on the field before a game to watch the other team warm up. You watch film all you want, but until you see them in the flesh and things like that. Well, and I love to watch the ball come out of a quarterback's hand. I want to see what kind of juice pops out on that football. I want to see the thump that comes out of a quarterback's hand. And watching him this year uh, in Carolina that when we played them, I thought the ball flew out of his hand extremely well, and we got after him that day um, and beat, beat them 21-3. to um, but then watching him warm up before we played them on New Year's Day, thought the ball came out of his hand well. 
Uh, we neutralized them for the most part up until the fourth quarter, and they went over the top of us, uh, I think, three times in a row. So it was a um, – he was pretty, still pretty accurate. So I thought there was a chance maybe he comes back, but I just truly believe, especially with the video he sent, it's like, hey, I did it last year. This time it's for good. He knows. I, and I think we all know this is it. And what a great run. My gosh. Oh, pretty incredible. What And think about – I mean, it's none of my business, but think about – how different his life is now from <laughs> like he went through you know his his divorce and now he's retired and he's got you know there's the radio or the excuse me the the booth work that he's supposedly going into but man what like in retirement something i want to talk about retirement is just such a tumultuous deal you you kind of like slowly retired you know you went to the texans for a little bit on that last season and whatever it's a interesting and challenging for a lot of guys change and you know his is like so pronounced to play that long and have a life change circumstance in and in when all that's happened as well jake like retirement is like nobody feels sorry for an nfl player when they retire because of all the beautiful things that come with that position but it is hard jake and the transition can be difficult there's no doubt it can be difficult and listen it's difficult because when most guys retire, let's say, you know, they've had a long career and they're in their 30s. You're so young for regular life, but you're old for football. But like you've financially uh, for many guys, things have worked out for them, but you're starting over in life. Like what's you've been known as this one person the whole time. And then it, it, there's the ego that's involved because you, you'll probably get a phone call next year. How, what team or how early will it be in the season when there's going to be a rumor, oh, they contacted Tom Brady to see if he wanted to come back? I mean, that's you know that's right. going to come out. And and you have the, the ego portion a portion of it, and you're watching. And as a player, you always believe, I can, I can do that. I know I can do this. I know I can come back and play and help a football team. And that that's difficult. That's hard. And I know for me – it was the lockout that had happened. So it wasn't like we had an off season. No one had an off season because the NFL was in the lockout. And then uh, the lockout lifted. We moved back to Louisiana, got the kids in school. I had a couple of teams contact me, but I just wasn't ready at that point. Then the season started and, you know, the team contacts you and, uh, oh, we had an injury. And you start to kind of, those juices kind of get flowing a little bit and you start to kind of think about it and stuff like that. And, honestly, I played the last seven weeks in Houston. It it wasn't for the money. It's like, man, this team is winning. This team has a chance. They're looking for somebody to come in. They have a young kid. It's a good roster. And for me, logistically, it was close. And I went and I loved it. I loved everything about it. But it just it, it, it validated that, hey, okay, I know I am done. I just I enjoyed it. It was a great run, but I knew I was done. Well, it's a different story for everybody. I felt a giant weight off my shoulders when I retired. I've never thought twice about it, but it it doesn't always go the way that it did for you and I. So wish him the best. It'll be weird to have him out of there. And now, unfortunately, it sounds like Greg Olson, my teammate and good friend, is going to now be like maybe the number two man on Fox. But, dude, he's doing such an awesome job. His color <laughs> skill, like, he's good. He's good. Hey, Greg yeah, he's really good. I, I listen. I got to know Greg. I like to think fairly well. We weren't teammates, but I think he's fantastic. 
Um, I think he's so much better than some of these other guys that they have out there that they're paying astronomical amounts of money to. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about Greg Olson, to be quite honest. I think uh, he's got a future that's pretty set uh, in the broadcast world, and uh, he'll be just fine. Well, I I don't worry about him, but I do think that he's done a great job as well. And it'd be fun listening to him in the Super Bowl, man. That's just incredibly awesome. I'm excited about that. Okay, so segue, Super Bowl. Finally, Jake, we're going to talk about this. You picked the championship games, right? I don't know if you remember. You said Chiefs-Eagles. It appears to be who's playing in the game. You excited for this? I know we got 10, 12 days still till it half, 10 days, but I think it's going to be a pretty good game. No, I think it'd be a really good game, Jordan. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, disappointed for San Fran, to be quite honest. Uh, the young kid, he has the Tommy John injury, in essence. And so uh, that was disappointing because I wanted to see them and um, – have a shot at Philly. Um, listen, Jordan, I think Philly's a really good football team. I think the depth of their D-line scares the living daylights out of me. I just, and I know they got good players. I'm a little worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. I, I, I don't know exactly what's the issue, but the, the, the man did get hurt. They say it after every week, hey, it, it is hurting, but it is what it is. So we don't really know what it, what it is, but I just think they were a little off throwing the football last week. Um, and they're going to have to be on. And I, I think Philly has the better overall football team, but the best football player on the field will be Patrick Mahomes. And I said the yeah. same thing a few years ago when it was San Fran, Kansas City. I thought San Fran was a better team. Mahomes was the better, best player. I just, this guy's special, man. It's special. I, I think we need to just enjoy watching him. And, dude, I just, his ankle, You, if, I've, I've had some bad ankles that I've played through and I it hurts so bad and it's so hard <laughs> not to it's so hard not to like and you you could just see him even when he'd do something well and right and big play his face was just screaming oh my god just get through this like you know that, I don't mean like just survive it but like let's win this thing and I was in- incredibly impressed, Jake, because that thing hurt. I mean, it, I am no insider on this, but that hurt. And the way he was acting and not celebrating. And then at the end of the game when – what was it? There was a – man, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but some of the Chiefs guys were celebrating, but they still needed to, to kneel down or something. He's like, oh, get off the field. He's just mad. Like, just because yeah, right. that ankle hurts so bad, you know, Jake. I, I don't know if you've ever dealt with that, but trying to drop in the pocket. You saw when he he threw that pass and it slipped out of his hand, and he didn't even plant on his right foot to dive for the ball because he's, like, trying to save the pain. It, I, I was incredibly impressed, man. It was it was something to watch. Very much so, Jordan. I had a couple high ankles when I went to Cleveland. Uh, it happened in the second quarter of the first game, and I lived in a walking boot the majority of that season, and I re-injured it two weeks later, trying to come back a little sooner than possible. And listen, it, mine was my right, so it was my plant, my, my push leg. That's the leg you want to plant on and push. Um, and I, certainly I didn't have the arm Patrick Mahomes did, especially at that point in my life. Um, but listen, I just tip my hat. Very simple. Just tip my hat to him. Yeah, it was a nice job. All right, well, enjoy your Pro Bowl festivities. They start soon, all right? And excited to watch what <laughs> Frank Reich's going to do as the new head coach of the Panthers. Tom Brady's got free time. And I'm not going to ask you who's won the Super Bowl. We'll go over that next week, all right? Sound good? Sounds good, buddy. Sounds good. All right, this, is, this has been the Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. 
When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice. But there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. All right, Jake, be good. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.